Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. And happy birthday, birthday. Gotta get down on my birthday. I just feel so old and so depressed and... This is going to be the worst birthday yet, and I'm okay with that. I just, I was having this conversation last night. Well, at least you have a good attitude about it. Yeah, you know, (laughs) life is all about having a good attitude. I'm just like, I have no plans for the future. I have no plans for my 26th year. I'm just, I am now at the point in my life where if somebody asks me how old I am, I will take that as an insult. Like, and I will no longer be saying my age. And if I'm forced to, I will say 23. Okay, do what you have to do. I understand now, like, women who get offended, like, how old are you? No, that's literally me. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully things will turn around soon, and you'll have plans for your 26th year, all your big dreams and your big goals. Yeah, no, for sure. All the fabulosity will be in store for you. We'll see. I hope that you have a happy birthday. Um, I don't know how we can turn the frown upside down today, but we're going to try. Well, uh, I apologize for being so pessimistic. I am incredibly hungover. From, you know, I had a few... Well, that's good news. Yes, yes, yes. It's a little good news. I had, a, like, a small, you know, a few drinks, a couple shots, you know, um, with some friends last night, which was nice. Like, I was going to ring in my birthday, like, sad and in my bed watching The Crown. I started The Crown, you guys. That's um, a very sad show to watch while <laughs> ringing in your birthday. So Ben was like, do you want to, like, have a drink? And I was like, sure. And then the night just kind of took itself from there um and it was fun I'm glad that I'm hungover but like I'm just I'm miserable right now like I'm so nauseous and I'm so old and like the combo is really hitting me well you look quite fabulous today you. in your windbreaker I was like coming down the hall I was like is that wind breaking Being broken right and it was you and thank you for your service thank but you. also you really do look great and you should feel great. And, you know, since you're hungover, I guess I'll have to be, like, extra funny, perky, and exciting today. Um, but you know what? That is my birthday gift to you, along with the gift that I got you, which I think you'll really like. I'm excited for gifts. And you know what? I'm really excited for cake. And to be honest, if I know you and, like, you didn't send some sort of sweet treat to my house today, <laughs> like, consider yourself disowned. Consider yourself unknown. Yeah, like, you. I... I really, like, look forward to, like, the Bake by Melissa's that I'm assuming are going to be waiting for me when I get home. But, like, if I get home and there's no cupcakes, like, I just want to say, like, I will be upset. You guys, I I mean, I believe in in the people around you to do those things for you. But, like, now, if anyone watching is someone who's close enough to know Claudia's address, can you please send some shit and I'll give you my credit card number Yeah, no. I'll Venmo you. Please send it. Also, like, if I work with you, like, you know, flowers are nice, but, like, cupcakes are appreciated. I just, I can't stress that enough. I feel like I should have said that earlier. Um, it's it's not too late. Maybe she, last week so she, that people could have prepared to send me. She won't be home for like 
an hour at least. So if you know her well enough to know her address, please send something. I'll Venmo you. We got you please. covered. We like, got you covered. The only thing that can make me, you know, happy on this terrible birthday is sweets. Sweets can cheer up any day. And Olivia, when we over when we went over to Olivia's house, she had so many sweets. So many sweets. So if I don't get just as many or more than Olivia, like I'm gonna cry. Okay, we will get on the sweets train for you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to be home in maybe a little bit more than an hour because I'm thinking of after this treating myself to a pedicure. Well, speaking of, I'm so glad you brought that up because I treated myself yesterday wow. to a pedicure. It was really the one skill I was unable to master in quarantine. And let me just tell you, it was phenomenal. Tip, though, I didn't know. You have to make an appointment before you go. Oh, no way. Uh, so I showed up and they were like, you have to make an appointment. So I like made an appointment for 30 minutes later. Yeah, so I just came back. Worth it. Um, it was so fabulous. I didn't get a manicure because I do find manicures to be a little stressful. And I've been enjoying them, doing them on my own. Also because all of my nails are broken and I don't want to show up until they're back to their healthy state. So they could be like, wow, your so nails you can be really. proud. Yeah. Right now I'm not proud of them. No, I'm like, I really need a manicure. But to me, that is something that is like so so much an exchange of germs you sit so close to no i mean the, where the I, artist where i went it was so it was so well done i yeah. think every place is like that they take your temperature they make you sign in say if you've been near anyone who's been exposed to covid each pedicure seat has a plastic partition in between and the manicure table has a plastic partition in between the manicurist oh. and the manicuree and you just show them your hands and they okay. have sanitizer everywhere it's it i really felt quite Fine. safe I brought my book I was very relaxed it was very nice okay that well, would be a fun thing for you to do today yeah because I am gonna get like an extra 10 minute foot massage like I have been dying for a massage in quarantine like that has been the one thing that like I just can't live without and I don't even get massages that often but I just some, I get some tense or something yeah um and I'm going to get like a little foot rub and that's what I'm really excited about that will be like the Creme on top of my creme pie. The cherry on top? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you. No worries. Um, before we get into everything, how are you feeling about the crown? Should we wait for TV recap segment? Um, no, because I'm like barely, I've really not made enough progress. I think I'm on like episode seven of the first season. And here are my thoughts. My thoughts are, I'm really not like into history, nor do I have like an extensive knowledge of, let alone American, but British history. Like I'm just not that smart you know so I do find myself lost many times but do you find yourself interested and curious yes in of what's course going on? like the glamour honestly I don't really care about like the parliament and like the prime minister stuff but I do like live for like the royal tea and the gossip of course. and the brother who had to abdicate the throne like that little shit like I like the drama um and it's actually really smart like like, they need a TV show, like, a drama about a TV show. Like, what's more dramatic than the royal family? Like, it's funny how it's, like, a show, but, like, it's real, you know? Um, and I like it. It's fine. Like, um, Prince Philip is a pussy, and I can't stand him, and he does not support women. Like, you could yeah. get that vibe from him immediately. A hundred percent. But, you know, like, he comes around, but the yeah. first two seasons are really rough for him. The first season is really slow in general, so if you're able to stick with it, you'll only like it more and more. Because I don't dislike it. It starts to move even faster, and every episode is really like a cultural moment that you probably know about. Um, not all of them, but then the ones that I didn't know about, like the landslide, um, the, you'll see, um, was just like 
devastating and an interesting piece of history. So I quite found it all quite interesting. Yeah, it's good. I mean, literally, the girl Claire Foy looks just like Queen Elizabeth did when she was a child. I'm yeah. like, you know, it's you know what I find so interesting. I get like I have a weird sense of time. So it's like this is the 50s, and to me, like the 50s is forever ago. But like, it's really not. And like, they were able to televise her coronation, and like, they get paparazzi everywhere they go. But it's like I literally thought paparazzis were like a 20 year old thing. Yeah, well, it's a different sort of paparazzi, but. Yeah, it's it is it's the modern age. Yeah, and she really ushered us into the modern era. She did, and for that she's a queen. <laughs> yep. We have no choice but to stand. Queenie vibes. She's so little, like even in the show, like her little vibe is really perfectly uh, portrayed. But she's such a great queen, and you'll continue to see that. Yeah, and then you'll understand why some of us royalists were just so upset by what Harry and Meghan did. I understand. One thing, it's like I was really sad when her dad died, but like I couldn't deal with the coughing anymore. Like it was bothering me. (laughs) It was so gross. Like and having to watch him like cough up blood and like put those dirty napkins like in his bedside box. Like it was so nasty. So even though I was sad to see him go, I was not sad for like the coughing to stop. I don't recall there being so much coughing. Oh my God, there was so much coughing. And like literally, it was the kind of cough where like you literally think the person's going to die. Like... Have you ever seen the King's Speech? No. Oh, I thought maybe that you had. But the King's Speech is about her dad. Oh, Colin Firth is her dad. Yes. Yeah. And, no. it's, in, and it's about his um, transition into power when his brother abdicated. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so if you cool. ever like really get into it, that would be a good thing to watch next. Got it. Okay. Like I can only think of people as how they're related to Queen Elizabeth. Like all the other, like I can't. The familial relations and, like, the family tree and the ancestry is too complicated. I'm like, who are you to Elizabeth? Yeah, I mean, that's how it works, though. Like, who are you to Elizabeth? And the further you get, like, the less relevant you are. Yeah. And also, like, it's no wonder why, like, nobody likes Charles, you know? Because, like, he was really raised by Philip, who was also, like, a man who didn't support women. Um, You'll see. It's. It's interesting, Charles's upbringing, and has he no. been born yet? Even oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he in school? Um, I'm sure he is, but I haven't seen oh, him okay. at school. His school, becomes, but I assume he has the best education in school, all of London. Okay, his school becomes a big topic for discussion, and you're going to see a different side to Charles. Okay, and at first, at first he's sweet, and then he's sour. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, actually, I do like it, and that's what I'll be doing today if you want to um, feel bad for me. <laughs> yes, cupcakes. Um, honestly, now that we're going back down memory lane, uh, it sounds like a great day. Yeah. No, it's not so bad. And Theo's there, and he's just looking so cute. Theo camera, is here. He's but, here, but and he's asleep. He decided to fall asleep off camera, which is so fucking rude. Which is so rude, but I guess he just kind of wanted to be out of the limelight today. He's like, let's focus on mom. It's her day. By the way, that's actually very sweet of him. Yeah. No, he knows. Like, obviously, everyone's going to stare at him when he's in frame. Yeah, it's so true. But he was like, mom put on her fancy windbreaker. She did. Everyone look at her. It's a big day for mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Is that all she wrote before she started writing the next paragraph? No, by the way, it's not at all all she wrote because we literally have a whole show to no, do. No, before she started writing the next paragraph, which I, is... I guess. She's pressing enter. She's pressing enter, tab, because now it's time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And as promised, today is Friday, which means we are going to be highlighting a black-owned business, and I'm really excited about today's because it is True Nude. Founded by Deny Pointer, True Nude is a personalized, sustainable undergarment brand that women can wear comfortably and confidently. As a black woman, it was always impossible for Deny to find her shade of nude, but also with a 32 G bra, she needed to be able to find her size on the rack. 
Denai was always self-conscious about her body and she always wanted to find a way to reclaim her body and help other women who felt the same way to feel confident in their own skin. Denai found True Nude and moved to LA from Brooklyn in 2017 to be closer to the production. True Nude is made of luxurious bamboo fabric sourced locally in LA and made by a badass team of women. True Nude offers a variety of undergarments and has a simple three-step process. Select your garment, pick your skin tone, and finalize your order. Once you select a style of your choice, you can upload a photo of yourself to find your own shade of nude. Denai has founded a brand where every shade of nude exists and where every woman can, woman can feel comfortable and confident in their body. They are currently selling out of shades but are working on restocking as quickly as possible. To shop all styles, fill, find your own shade of nude, and to receive 15% off your first order, visit MyTrueNude.com and use the code WELCOME15. So the link is MyTrueNude.com. M-Y-T-R-U-N-U-D-E.com and use code WELCOME15. That's WELCOME15. You can also find them on Instagram at TrueNude. Fabulous. Love it. Okay. Let's get into the stories. Our first story is an ongoing story from yesterday. Very, very sad. Um, An update on Naya Rivera. Police say they, quote, don't know if they will find her body. It's a complicated search. As the search for Naya Rivera continues, police say they don't know if the actress's body will be recovered. During a press conference on Thursday addressing Rivera's disappearance, Ventura County Sheriff's Office Sergeant Devin, Kevin Donahue said, quote, if the body is entangled in something underneath the water, it may never come up. We don't know, he added. Um, due to the conditions of Lake Piru, Donahue said the search for Rivera is complicated. He explained that at this time, the visibility of the lake is not very good. It's terrible. Quote, there's a lot of trees and plants and such that are under the water that can cause entanglement. Makes it unsafe for divers and a complicated search, he said. Ahead of the press conference, police told People Magazine that they are confident that Rivera is still in the water. As, because at this time, there's no evidence that she made it to shore. Holy shit. I mean, I literally, I feel like this story is just like shaking the world because everyone's, whether you're like a mom or you're just like, you're sympathetic. It's just such a freak accident. Um, And it's just so sad. I mean, I'm such a Glee fan and it's just devastating. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, So she's been presumed dead. Yes. It's it's a recovery mission, not a rescue mission. Yes. So. Very sad. We can still pray and hope for a miracle. Um, Yeah. But this is just extremely sad. And I feel like it happened so fast. Like all the information like came out so fast, too. Well, I think it's because it happened like in the late in the very early morning. Um, so it was all day yesterday and crazy they're just keeping us updated. But her son has been reunited with his father, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm just that kid. Oh, my God. Just can you imagine like what no. he saw? No, I can't. I can't. Really, really sad. And I just, I'm so, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. We're still thinking and, and praying for her family at this time and praying for a miracle. Um, a miracle. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Next story is some happy news. Okay. Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Justin Makita welcome their first child together. Welcome to the modern family, baby Beckett, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and lawyer oh, that's a hubby. Cute name. Yeah, Justin Makita welcome their first child together. The actors rep confirmed to page six on Thursday. Quote Jesse and Justin welcome their little bundle of joy. Beckett, Mercer, Ferguson, Makita okay, on July seventh, twenty twenty. Ooh, Olivia has a new birthday buddy. Beckett, Mercer, Ferguson, Makita. Okay. The new parents are overjoyed and excited for this new journey as a family of three. Beautiful. 
beautiful. Happy for them. Even though they're a little thirsty on Instagram, but like I'll allow it because yeah. it's cute. And like who isn't these days? So true. You know? and I who feel am like I to judge? Now that obviously a lot of industries are on pause, everyone's taken to Instagram to thirst yeah. out and To welcome. thirst out and honestly just to like occupy their time. Of course. Beckett is a very cute name though. It is a cute name. I've been like very in tune with celebrity names now. I feel like for the last year just like thinking because now like, you know, there's babies happening and so I'm like what are good names mm-hmm. you know what are you thinking um you don't want to share shayla oh no i wouldn't i will not share shayla i will not share shayla walked so we could run yeah see she taught us a lesson that was an important lesson from sex in the city i mean i feel like i could have figured that out but it was good that everyone learned it agreed you know um okay next story something that we've been talking about and i don't know if this was already news but it's the first time i'm hearing about it victims are sharing horror stories in the first look at surviving jeffrey epstein show a trailer for Lifetime's two-night special surviving Jeffrey Epstein has been exclusively shared with The Post. Much like the network special Surviving R. Kelly, the documentary will feature several in-depth interviews with women who claim to have been trafficked by Epstein. The four-hour special will, will air Sunday, August 9th at 8 p.m. and mon- Monday, August 10th at 9 p.m., exactly one year after the pedophile was found dead in his Manhattan jail cell. Thank you for not saying that he um, killed himself. Right. Quote, being abused by Jeffrey Epstein is a life sentence. One woman says in the video clip, he was enjoying violating me. I'm going to fight back, says another. So this is what we were just saying. A documentary came out on Netflix, and we were hopeful that another one would come out because you felt as though justice was not served. I felt like we were robbed in a lot of ways as it pertained to the real connections Jeffrey Epstein made in Hollywood, in politics, in business, in global affairs. So obviously this sounds good, but this is also not really what I was missing but who knows what they'll do lifetime does a good job honestly normally i roll my eyes at lifetime because like everything they do like that weird harry and megan movie like is so tacky but they did a phenomenal job with r kelly and i think that i trust them to to do justice for these girls i agree i think um this will be a very powerful documentary i look forward to watching it and Lifetime, I'm, I'm here for Lifetime. Yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff. And, oh, I'm part of the Lifetime movie club. It's so fabulous. Like, <laughs> Is the it? dramas, ooh, it's chilling stuff. I mean, Lifetime, um, when I was a kid, Lifetime was like these like over-dramatized like murder thrillers. Spoiler alert, still is. Really? I thought now it's like Hallmark vibes. So, okay, they kind of get their dip their toe in a lot of different fields. And I think their bread and butter is always those like lifetime murder mysteries, you know, woman, gone girl situation. Yeah. Like, you know, watered down, gone yeah. girl. So they, that, they've been doing that for a while. During the Christmas season, they do try to come for Hallmark's crown. And you know what? I am just appreciative of more Christmas movies, so I'm not going to say anything. And then also... No, actually, I know I've spoken about it many times on the show, but... Was it on Lifetime? I saw a Lifetime Christmas movie starring Mayim Bialik that literally ruined my life. Yeah, no, it it clearly caused some devastation for you because... I don't know if you're able to go like a month without talking about it. I'm not. I'm, no. I'm literally so triggered by it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not able to go a month. So thank you, Lifetime, for ruining Christmas movies for her. Yeah. Um, and then also they do this serious work like the one that they did with Surviving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And so I... No, then they also have the other layer of weird celebrity biopics where like oh, they did the Britney. Yes. They, they and did, it's so strange. They, ju- they did Adam Nicole Smith. I caught that one. Um, that's like the Megan and Harry thing. Yeah, that, it's like community theater. It's so bad. Yeah, it's definitely community theater vibes. Yeah. 
it's so strange. No, it's such a weird, and like they're widely reported, like casting has been set for, and like nobody cares. No, it's like. But you're always hearing about it. Yeah, that's really true. They need to pick a lane. Yeah. Or two lanes, you know, because Hallmark does have um, movies and mysteries as well. And they have TV shows. Yeah, no, they, so they do two different things because they do their like classic love story, but then they also do a little spooky stuff on the mer- Movies and Mysteries channel. Oh, yeah, well, now they have a separate channel for it. Yeah, interesting. Because it was big business. Big business. Um, so, anyways, August 9th and 10th, Surviving Jeffrey Epstein will be on Lifetime. Check it out. I'll, I'm, always, I'm always happy to support something that furthers the Jeffrey Epstein narrative. Like, I just don't want yes. it to ever be forgotten. I, I completely agree. Next story, very sad. Robert De Niro says coronavirus has decimated his finances. Robert De Niro says he's running out of dinero. The coronavirus. <laughs> That's del- funny. That is funny. The post. Oh, this page six. Funny. Uh, the- wow, that was the- page six. Funny. No, like, <laughs> well, the post is funny. Sure. The coronavirus. No, they are. They yeah. have like their headlines no, for and sure. stuff. The coronavirus dealt a massive blow to the actor's finances, he revealed in court, as his estranged wife asked for an emergency order to raise her monthly American Express card card credit limit from $50,000 to $100,000. The Irishman actor appeared on a Skype call in his Manhattan divorce case with Grace Hightower as her lawyer told a judge that De Niro unfairly cut her monthly Amex allowance from $100,000 to $50,000 and said she and their children had been banned from an upstate compound where De Niro was staying during the pandemic. But lawyers for De Niro said he cut Hightower's credit card limit because he's taken a huge financial hit as the restaurant chain Nobu and Greenwich Hotel, both of which he has stakes in, have been closed or partially closed for months with barely any business. Wait, I didn't know he owned a piece of Nobu. Yeah, no, this is really interesting. De Niro's lawyer told the judge that Nobu lost $3 million in April and another $1.87 million in May. And he had to pay investors $500,000 on a capital call, which he borrowed money from his business partners to make because he doesn't have the cash, his lawyer said. I'm sorry. Robert De Niro doesn't have $500,000. He's doing something wrong. Well, I mean, it's in, keep re- listening because it, it is interesting. His no, lo- but even though in, in a divorce proceeding, he's obviously trying to make it look like he has way less money than he does because he doesn't want to fork it over. Yes, but this is an old divorce. Like, he had to cut his... Um, checks to his ex-wife and now the ex-wife is like why you cut it and it's right. because he's not making the money that he used to make he shouldn't necessarily be paying what he used to pay okay but like he definitely has like a nice sum of money from all the movies over the years you don't think his lawyer also explained that under the terms of their 2004 prenuptial agreement robert de niro is only required to pay hightower one million dollars a year as long as he's making 15 million dollars or more in income, and if his income declines, his payments to her proportionally oh. do so too. His accounts and business managers say that the best case for Mr. De Niro is if everything starts to turn around this year, he's going to be lucky if he makes seven point five million this year, which oh. is less. But it's less than the fifteen million that poor, she's used to. Poor Robert's only going to make seven and a half million dollars. This is such a dumb story. Like, I'm sorry, I don't feel bad for you, Robert De Niro. Like, wh- like if you're going to be in this, biz- Robert De Niro is one of the most successful actors of all time has been in some of the highest grossing movies of all time and like he can't figure out how to pay child support please his lawyer said that these people in spite of his robust earnings have always spent more than he has earned so the 76 year old robust man couldn't retire even if he wanted to because he can't afford to keep up with his lifestyle expenses oh the poor old rich man can't retire why am i not sad like at all sorry we're in an economic crisis and this is so out of touch like i can't even begin to scratch the surface on what's wrong with this story like (sighs) sorry 
I, I literally wow. Wow. like here's the thing. This is me not feeling bad for Robert De Niro. No, no sympathy for Mr. De Niro from you. No. To the man who's making seven and a half million dollars this year. No, there is none. None for me. You could okay. search elsewhere. Check out another morning show. <laughs> Look for a little sympathy from them. Because it ain't gonna be me. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, really, Robert? Now? Like, read the room, Robert. Okay, well, like... This We're in a national just, economic crisis. This is just, like, his court proceedings. It's not like he came Millions on. of people it's unemployed. It's not like he took to his Instagram and was like, feel sorry for him. Like, this is just what we yeah, know, no, I know from I know. the courts, you know. Yeah. And obviously, he's having a rough go of it right now. I just... I hope to be in... In, in a place in my life when I'm 97 or however old he is. Um, I, 76. I, 76. I really hope to be in a place where like on a bad year I make seven and a half million dollars. That's yeah. truly all one can hope for. Um, there was also an interesting factoid in the article that he already got paid for the Irishman um, and How he's much? likely to be just get paid $2.5 million from that in 2020 and 2021. That's kind of low. Yeah. That is kind of low. I thought so, too. Yeah. Maybe, like, I feel like certain movies you do as, like, prestige, not for the money. Whereas, like, he did The Intern for the money, you know? Yeah. Even though it was a fabulous movie. Uh, One of his best. One of his best. I couldn't agree more. Okay. Fifth and final story. Shannon Bedore's ex-husband, David Bedore, is expecting a baby with his fiance. And we need a wellness check on Shannon. Yeah, we do. The ex-husband of Real Housewives of Orange County star Shannon Bedore is expecting a child with his fiance Leslie Cook. Cook revealed the news on her private Instagram story with footage of a bun in the oven and Ed Sheeran's small bump playing in the background. She also posted a TikTok video. That's not what that song is about, small bump. I just want to let you know. She also posted a TikTok video telling her daughter uh, the news. Wow, she sounds... Thirsty. Quite young. (laughs) Um, she said, she's going to be a big sister. Can you believe it? Are you excited? Are you excited? Show me how excited you are. Uh, well, I can't believe I missed that TikTok. It sounds amazing. <laughs> um, whatever. Happy for them. I just think like Shannon's going to be really unwell from this and I really need her because it's one thing for like your ex-husband and the father of your children to move on with another woman, but it really changes the game when that person has a child. And yeah. Eek. Yeah. Eek, eek. Also, David is hot. Yeah, but he's so mean. No, like his his insides aren't hot, but his outside's hot. Yeah, but so at a certain point, the insides start to affect the outsides. Of course, in both a, no, in a good and a bad way. Like if you have a fabulous oh. inside, like it really makes you hot. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um. Also, did you see Francesca Ferrago from um, Too Hot to Handle? I don't know why I just thought of this. She um, flew to Dallas for like some work stuff, and she was having lunch or dinner with Damien, like a bunch of people, but Damien from. Love is Blind was there, like the two Netflix shows. Oh, interesting. But is he still with Giannina? She might have been there, but I couldn't say. I, I, I don't know. They, Giannina and Damien, and just like a lot of those people from Love is Blind became so famous and so relevant, just like in the blink of an eye. Yeah. I, now that Francesca's single, I've been like wondering what her next move is going to be. Diplo comments on her Instagram. She comments on his. I think that that could be some, there could be something brewing there. And I was, I'm sure she's just been like sitting while she was in a relationship. And I think she was really committed to her relationship and never really like looked elsewhere. Elsewhere. But I'm sure she like had the thought like, oh, wow, I'm a big star now. Who could I date? Right. Five million followers. Diplo's commenting on my Instagram. She, like the most beautiful woman in the world. No, now she's also hanging hanging out with Tana Mojo in LA. Like she's really, she's getting places and I'm like loving it. Also, they made like such a cute TikTok. They've been hanging out with Tana Mojo and Francesca and they made out in one. And I kind of shipped them now. So. Ooh, we'll see. Cute. Yeah. Um, that's funny that you said the Diplo thing too. It now makes me feel like there's definitely a ship like because being it's, built it's in the every photo. He, it's not just one that he comments. Like consistently, he's commenting on every single one of her photos. Wow. Okay, that's a couple to me. Honestly, that's a people who are DMing and have something funny going on and like 
the comments are like, you know, nods back to inside jokes that they made via DM. Yeah. No. I so really ship it. I guess they're engaged. Wow. Do you think we'll be invited to the wedding? <laughs> no. Um, okay. TV recap segment. We're going to talk about Real Housewives of New York, which was back again after. Uh, oh, no. It was back last week. But we didn't, we didn't recap last week. So we'll just talk about the whole thing in general. Yeah. I mean. Let's talk about the Halloween party first because that was last week. Oh, yeah. What happened um, at the Halloween party? Sonia oh, like, my God. showed up so drunk. Dorinda made that awful, awful. toast. And. She, Dorinda did something amazing. She actually managed to make me feel bad for Ramona Singer, which has literally never happened no, in my life. I felt so bad for her. It was so uncomfortable. I don't know how these women continue to forgive each other. How Sonia, Ramona, and Dorinda are like the best of friends, yet they hurt each other in the most egregious, egregious ways every week. That fucking behavior from Sonia Morgan I hadn't seen ever like it was insane I never saw someone so drunk in my life yeah no it was wild she was being funny Leah yeah, looked amazing at least oh I mean she always looks amazing but yeah she looked in stellar in stellar at least when Sonia um gets drunk and like is at her at her most drunk like she's still so sweet and funny and lovable harmless harmless other people venom that fucking speech to be so triggered by Ramona being like are you drunk like was so insane and honestly I don't agree with Dorinda at all of course Ramona's problematic in her own ways but like you're all bent out of shape because she made you because you don't because Ramona doesn't want to share her birthday party with Sonia yeah like I know it's trivial because like they're 60 year old women fighting about birthday parties but like Ramona's planning a party for her birthday like why does it have to include Sonia also when I rewatch the scene and Ramona says are you drunk it's right when Dorina's like really up in her face and I'm sure Ramona just smelled alcohol. I'm yeah. just like, oh, are you drunk? That's why you're talking to me. Like I'm this. sorry. Like, oh, someone thinking Dorinda's drunk at a party is not the no. craziest thing ever. She always is. Also, it's like Halloween. It's a big soiree. Why wouldn't you be drunk? Yeah. You know, I, I just, and also Dorinda is two different people when she's drunk or when she's sober. So asking that question, like, really does change the tone of the conversation. Do I need to take this seriously or not? Right. We got a Jill Zarin cameo, which was nice. We did. I like her. Yeah, I like her too. It's always nice to see. Her. I don't know if I want, like, her to make a return. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to it but I just I like seeing her yeah it's a nod back to like when simpler things were simpler I don't think it makes sense right now because I do think we need to head in the direction of like more Leah's yes than, and and less uh Dorinda and Ramonia what were your thoughts Ramonia what were your thoughts on the uh zoom confessionals okay so you had really got me um hyped up about hyped it up that they were terrible I thought Leah's was nearly perfect in terms of um the echo of her audio working with just confessional and what the rest about of the, the background show. oh I don't I didn't care about the background I really cared about the audio because yeah. it just went I felt like I was watching a YouTube video when you're watching all these different clips put together in a vlog and yeah. the audio was different every time and then someone puts music over it and I'm yeah. like I have to keep changing my volume yeah um Luann's audio was atrocious like worse than anything I've ever heard I thought that Ramona and Sonia's was pretty good and I also liked the fact that they were able to give good interviews despite the fact that it's not as like glamorous as it once was Sonia looked amazing Sonia looked amazing um so it didn't totally I got I got kind of used to it but every time Luann's came on because sometimes the confessionals play in the background while we're watching the scene and it's and it's like you almost don't know what you're listening to and so some of the women had really good confessionals and I mean Luann's really brought down the group average Elise has a confessional what is going on with her I know why is she sitting in her foyer like in front of her front door it's the weirdest thing she's not a housewife I think she 
had a similar experience journey barber k where it's like we think you're interesting let's give you a camera we gave you a camera there's nothing interesting about you even though she is really involved in the drama she's just so lame like every time she does something i just cringe and want to die like even her fighting with ramona it was just so kind of like she was acting and then she's like let me sit on your lap no and it's like she's fighting with ramona and it's it seems like elise is really in the right she's probably a very good friend to ramona this her telling about ramona like taking off her cover up in and front of her, husband. her husband's back like I can't even tell you how much that grinds my gears like I I just do not fuck with people like that fuck with people like that at all so she's totally in the right but when they're fighting in the Berkshires I'm like leave Ramona alone no totally because to me it's just like Elise might be upset about what's going on but she's just really like gnawing for a storyline and I it's too obvious for me no but even if you are in the right like if you can't drive your point home and make your argument like succinctly and correctly You've lost me. I I only have so much time for like this Pitter nonsense. I agree. Um, I think that Dorinda's house looks amazing. Stunning. I mean, maybe it's because I, I have quarantine eyes also, in addition to all of the revamps that she did. But you know what? When we f- saw the first scene of her there, and then like three minutes later, she says, she talks about how she got Richard's stuff out and the energy feels lighter. I, I was like, I can feel the energy from my TV. Like, yeah. It's so much lighter and brighter. It's so beautiful there. She did such a beautiful the job with it. The bedrooms are beautiful. Um, I'm really happy for her that she got it all in check and and that she's feeling lighter about everything because it was obviously weighing her down and that affected her relationships everything. with everyone and everything. And so I, I, I was very happy to see all of that come to fruition. And you know what else was interesting about last night's episode? For the first time in a while, I think Luann was drunk. Yeah, Because she was being insane at the end. Okay, but also she must be... Dr- I, I haven't been watching whether or not she's drinking when the women were having rosé with those amazing balls of ice. Yes. We need to get some of those. I wasn't sure. I didn't look to see if she was drinking, but then when she talks to Sonia, like, she's a drunk person. And when she was talking to Ramona at the end. Oh, and she's just, like, looking, like... It just, no. Um, so I wonder if she's drinking with the women or like... Secretly. Secretly. I feel like she's drinking with the women. Okay. Um, that was really sad to watch. Yeah, because so much of me wants to believe and really did think that like she really didn't have a problem with alcohol. It was just like she got herself in a bad situation. Oh, no, not even that. Because I feel like maybe she's just drunk there in the Berkshires. Like, it's safe. In the same way that Durna gets up and starts talking and like is speaking nonsense. Sonia's yeah. obviously, everyone's drunk. So like she's allowed to be drunk, but like what she was saying to Sonia, who is so sweet and so supportive and like really only ever been a good friend to her, it doesn't have a mean bone in her body, was so rude. And also at the end of the day, she should be paying Sonia. Of course. And Sonia gets a higher, like unfortunately this is the world that we live in where if yes, you're she's a reality, not trained on Broadway. If you're a reality TV star and you're showing up to perform somewhere, like you are going to be paid more than someone who's a Broadway trained actor or comedian or dancer it's the industry it's It's true the industry and it's it's I think that Luann in a lot of ways thinks she's doing Sonia a favor by letting her come on the show and I could see how she would think that like Luann really has built something really impressive like her show was very successful it got picked up by Live Nation but to just disregard Sonia and like not even acknowledge the fact like she's actually doing you a favor too it was disappointing yeah and it was, it was very disappointing. The women were shocked to hear. And I think that's kind of, we even had this discussion when they were rehearsing together. I was like, is she paying her? I hope she's paying her. And then it came, you said that she was paying her $250, which doesn't even cover hair and makeup. I'm sure amongst the women, they had these questions like, what is she paying her? Should be 5,000, should be 10,000. When she was like 250 and Ramona's like, you mean 2,250? And she's like, no, 250. <laughs> like, I think it was very interesting for the women to hear that because she is being taken advantage of, Sonia. And, 
the fact that she even needs to ask her to be paid more, like, just then you should pay her more. I agree. She's being taken advantage of. Well yeah. said. Yeah. And so that was sad to watch, especially like watching Luann dig in, like call everyone these mean names. But that is probably because she's drunk. Hopefully what, next week it she'll settles. wake up and, and she'll feel differently about it. Yeah. I just like honestly really enjoyed watching them in the Berkshires. It just looked like such a fun, cozy weekend. Like I really wanted to be there. Yeah. Farm Chemin vibes like watching it in quarantine makes it all the more sweet so sad and jealous um but the house really it did look stellar and what else was that pretty much it yeah it was a boring episode otherwise but i didn't watch anything else last night because i was drunk um oh i i'm almost done with my book it's called the second home um and it's really good so if you're looking for a nice a nice read i'd recommend I'm always it. looking for a nice read <laughs> i think uh you might like it okay um anything else before we wrap and i go throw up well i think you have to sing happy birthday i'll sing it but i just don't want to hurt your head any more than i got it it. it. but before you do that we're just gonna um wait for a sweet treat for you sweet here sweets are here sweet a sweet is here (gasps) for you oh my god sweets wow what a nice cake oh my goodness Will you sing? Or do you I want would to- happily sing to myself. Oh, well, this is so cute. Thank you, guys. Ready? <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. And to my queen, Woo! Jessica Simpson. And Erica Jane, my birthday queens. Happy birthday, Jessica Simpson, Erica Jane, and Claudia Ashray. Oh, this is good. Yes. Let's start the day off with some sweets, shall I we? I love sweets. Thank you for my cake. Thank you, everyone, for the birthday wishes in advance and the greeting cards and the cakes and the cards and flowers. It's so sweet of you to send them. Well, we love you, Club. We hope you have a great day, as good as possible. Thank you. Theodora, do you want to wish your mother a happy birthday? He wants happy. cake. He wants cake, for this sure. This cake could literally kill him. Oh, for sure. So, no cake for T.O. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast and Millennium Morning Show. Can you do it? Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast and Millennium Morning Show. We post videos on YouTube every morning, sometime in the morning, Monday through Friday, um, around 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. But you never know. So, if you want to keep up with us, follow us on Instagram at The Morning Toast. Like us on YouTube subscribe to us in the podcast app watch us on spotify anywhere you listen to podcasts itunes stitcher public radio iHeartRadio, radio all the places thank you so much for listening to the morning toast so wherever you listen to so us wherever you listen to us make sure to leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are we will see you on monday bye have a good weekend stay safe <laughs>